You're listening to Modded. And it is the day after Spocom, Anaheim 2019. And tomorrow, I'll be headed down over to the Super Street Show Car Shootout. A lot of my friends over there and some people from Texas happen to be coming into town specifically for that show. And the reason I bring up Spocom is because all the cars that were going to be featured at the Show Car Shootout actually went to the event. They had a little spot in the convention center specifically to go over the cars, their builds, and get to meet some of the drivers. So I actually went to Spocom with my car. I rolled up there Saturday morning with the Endless Projects crew from uh, San Diego. We met up with some more Endless Projects people uh, that afternoon, or sorry, that morning. So everything went pretty smooth. I had a little bit of extra gas, which I burned off doing a couple of pulls against the very famous green Supra. I actually featured it in Super Street. Nothing too crazy. Just try to get rid of that little bit of excess before the show. So everything went good. The show was packed. I think somewhere close to 500 cars were in attendance and some build that I'd never really gotten to see before. But pretty much everybody in the Southern California area was there, including, of course, the cars that were going to be at the, the shootout. So it ended up being a very eventful night after the show was over. So my buddy Justin, um, Justin Cruz, he actually lives down in San Diego. Our cars had never been together. He also drives a, um, a hatchback WRS flared, uh, very kind of famous guy on Instagram, JZZTIN on Instagram if you want to look him up. So he said, hey, before you leave, let's take some pictures of our cars together since it's been years since we've known each other and our cars haven't had a chance to really shoot together or just to be able to take a look at one another's rides. So after the show, everybody started rolling out and we had a little bit of free free space, free area over by the Toyo Tires booth. So we decided to head on over and shoot there before we called it a night. And the show was over at probably 10, 1030. And almost everybody had headed out by the time that we decided to go take some pictures. We were just waiting for the space to clear up. So eventually we made our way our way over there, uh, parked our cars sort of along the length of one another, right alongside the wall. Everything was, was fine. We happened to meet up with a photographer, Edwin86 is his name, Edwin. Um, first time uh, meeting with him. And he just happened to be there looking at a stage. Our cars we were going to take some pictures with our phones, and he ended up coming over, taking some pretty cool pictures with his um, his DSLR. So Justin thought it would be a good idea if we put up our cars um, facing forward, so that way they'd be side by side and be you know front end shot of the of both vehicles. So I was a little bit anxious to get out of there, and um, my car was airing up well before it had the chance to air all the way up I started to roll turn my wheels and as soon as I did that I heard a very telling sound a sound that I knew was all too familiar because I've had friends try and uh, troubleshoot the same issue so my airline popped off out of one of my unions that I had there and as I tried to fill up that bag I knew right away what was going on the airline had come undone and that meant that I had absolutely zero air pressure going to my driver's side front bag so I had to think of something pretty quickly to try and get the car 
up and and rolling because one the venue was you know everyone was leaving the venue and it was closing down for the night the show was over it was probably 11 o'clock at this point we had actually planned on getting some dinner in the area but that wasn't looking too likely so the guys from endless happened to be there as well and I told them hey um, don't roll out just yet i popped my airline off and i don't really know what to do because my car, having the wide body kit that it does, makes it very difficult for me to do any kind of troubleshooting, and I knew exactly where that airline was and what I had to do, but there was no foreseeable way that to get a jack under there. I didn't have a jack. I was hoping that one of the guys um, in the crew did, but even if I had one, I think I needed, or I realized that I needed two in order to just be able to jack my car up because I had to jack up the rear enough to be able to put another one in the front and be able to remove my wheel so I was like I'm gonna ask the first person that I see to you know uh, see whether or not they have a, a jack so turned around walked up to the first guy that I see I was like hey man I'm in a bad spot here my airline popped off do you happen to do you happen to have a jack and he said yeah you know what I have my you know my little scissor jack if that works and um, you can test it out so I followed him over to his trailer where, they, where he was loading up his car. And he told me, yeah, I've dealt with an issue like that before. One of my cars has air ride. Actually, he happened to be in the show as well. And lo and behold, it turns out that it's Rob who owns the uh, Best of Show Evo. Very, uh, very famous car in the community. And I just got lucky that he was the guy that I ran into. He happened to have a jack that could fit right in the little space, like a loud uh, by my running board to get to my pinch welds the little scissor jack barely fits in there it presses up there for a little while while you're jacking it up and then eventually it, it lets you go all the way up so that solved my first problem um, that meant I needed to find another jack well luckily Keen from Endless Projects he drives a Lexus IS he had another like stock scissor jack so using those two I was able to get the car up uh, took the wheel off, saw where the airline was, and tried to just put the put the airline back in. Well, uh, Keen noticed that as I filled up my bag again, checked to see if the leak was fixed, it was still leaking right around the union. So we realized then and there, well, that union is, is trash. It's no longer good. There's no way that we can use it and still hold air. Um, so we tried to find a way to shorten the line and get rid of that union altogether, go straight to... Uh, straight to the one in the back so we f we managed to get have enough airline in there to pull some more through to connect right to the stainless steel uh, leader line coming off of the bag and connect there there happen to be happens to be uh, a little union there as well well as Keen is pulling it to test to see whether or not it's tight it pulls out of the union and all of a sudden I see this little metal piece I think it's part of the union itself comes out with the line so then we're like well shit here like here we are both of the unions are bad there's absolutely no way that we can make this work whatsoever because now I have absolutely no way of holding air inside of my driver's side front back we tried to put it back in as best as we could and it was still leaking somewhat so we were like well I either have to call a tow truck or hope that I make it to San Diego somehow and I'm in Anaheim so you're looking at about an hour and a half at this point so he uh, Ken happens to 
no shin who is at air runner in the anaheim area very nice guy he happened to also show up to the show that day he chose to go to the event that one he apparently does not go out to very many um and he called him up and said hey i think um uh, you know my friend needs some fittings do you have these these exact ones and lo and behold he had exactly what i needed so we had to figure out a way to either get the unions get the unions over to the show to the venue or take my car out do it in the parking lot and so we decided to try and get my car just rolling enough to get out of the venue and then do it in the parking lot middle of the night just find some lighting anywhere that we could so we managed to put the line into the union union coming off the leader line at the bottom of the bag and it held there but it was definitely leaking like one psi every minute or so so we said okay screw it we can make it work gave the jack back to uh rob gave the jack back to keen and then just uh, put the wheel back on managed to roll out of the venue no problem um, andy ta was also there helping me out a great big help to like tell me troubleshoot because anybody that has air suspensions i think at one point or another has talked to another person in the community or has experience to try and help them troubleshoot some kind of issues just the way these systems can be at times you know even if your system is perfectly set up no leaks at any point in time i think your valving um, or your unions they'll need maintenance they they may or may not wear out or things get rusted water gets somewhere where they shouldn't be and you just have to keep up with that regular maintenance the same way that you would do with any other component of your car so i managed to get the car rolling out of the venue and we're there in the lot and I say look I think I can make it over to the air runner shop it's about 10 minutes away I think the car will make it without a problem even if we hit a bump I think that line will stay inside the Union enough to where I won't be airing out on the street so I said you know I told my friend Justin who stayed there with me the whole time trying to help I said Justin just head on over to your hotel it's no problem I think we got this I made it over to the air runner shop and by the time that I got there Keen and Shin from Air Runner had ramps already set up, Cusco ramps, had a jack ready to go, had the fittings in hand, had extra line uh, right away. So all I had to do was literally roll onto the ramps, started the process of taking the wheel off, taking the, the line off. Shin got me some really good unions and a brand new like AN to quick connect fitting, put everything back together, had it fixed in under. 10 minutes and I was able to actually uh, run without any leaks uh, we made it out to dinner uh, or still made it out to dinner because we were exhausted but we were still hungry we hadn't eaten anything since lunch and it's past midnight at this point dark there's nobody nobody out there I mean a big thanks to Shin and Keen, Andy the guys that endless projects Justin too for giving me a helping hand Rob, by some you know some miracle that I run into you who have exactly what I needed at the time to make that make that whole project uh, possible. We actually ended up going up to dinner, meeting up with the rest of the crew from um, Endless that happened to be in town, and I run into none other than Fred, who has a red uh, VA Subaru Fredder One on Instagram. He's a really good, uh, really good guy. Friends with the people from Cusco USA, and that was actually the first time that I happened to meet him, and we. Both ended up at the same Korean restaurant. Um, so by that point, it's let's say one one o'clock, one thirty, that I'm done putting the car back together, done with dinner, 
or whatever you want to call it at that point, late night snack, head on down to San Diego. It's probably three o'clock by the time that I make it to town. And finally, I am able to just make it home and sleep till whenever. And that was the story of Spocom right before I uh, I came up here. So it's you know Sunday. I drove up to Bakersfield. That happened to also need to be here for work so tomorrow I'm gonna stop on by to the show car shoot at Willow Springs it's about an hour from the hotel to see what's up fortunately couldn't get my car yeah in but I have a lot of friends gonna that are gonna be there tomorrow morning Justin Chan uh, Steven Nancy Garcilazzo, um previous uh, modern podcast interviewee jt is also going to be there also on modern podcast and i think a couple of the guys from houston are also going to be there to support so i'm pretty excited and what will follow uh, now will be a couple of interviews from people that are there seeing how their cars are doing how they're doing on a track day it's going to be a hot one tomorrow so we'll see what the event holds so i'm here at the super street show car shootout and I came to help support some of my friends that came all the way from Houston. It seemed like basically everybody that I knew in a couple of previous uh, modded podcast people that I interviewed were here. So I have JT here to give us a little bit of a follow-up with uh, what's going on in the track today. He was joined earlier by um, John P., Dan Fan. Tom was also here. All the crew from Houston came out. Um, so JT, give us a history. Basically, before you got here, um, what happened with the car? Because you had tried to make it out to the show car shootout before, ran to an issue where you had a we had an accident and you lost your hatch, and so now you're out here with an Integra. So give us a little bit of a breakdown and then the events that happened today. So FF battle, not show car shootout, because show car shootout was uh, two years ago. Uh, so FF battle 10 was uh, last year with my hatch. Um, just long story short, came back from Long Beach, back to our Airbnb, got into an accident, hit by a drunk driver. He took off car was disabled couldn't move it and uh, car that hit me last uh, didn't even slow down or break uh, smashed right into it caught it on fire and that was it and then uh, that was two days before the event so I was pretty bummed out and then uh, I still came anyways just because to support and watch all the guys I've been following on Instagram with the FF battle and stuff so um told myself I wanted to build another one if I didn't finish one, you know, before the next FF battle that uh it wouldn't be redemption for me. So for the most part was I had to do it for me and for everyone that, you know, that hit me up that you know, wanted me to come back and all the companies that helped me out along the way with this build here on the Integra. Um but I'm here cars running good for the first session second session not so well ran into some misfire issues that led into uh, cylinder one going dead so I'm done for today hopefully I can uh, get it back home and uh, 
rebuild for the event that's coming up with uh, my friends at Driven and Blessed and support those guys. Hopefully more Hondas can come out in Houston, you know, make it somewhat big like here in Cali with VTech Club and stuff like that. So that's the whole goal, you know, but yeah. So I wanted to go into, so you made it here and it was no easy feat and you had to find the car first, but I remember you posting um, what it took to build a car and, and just to get it to this point. So if I, if I looked at your, your post correct, I mean, you were doing this late night, late night building, after hours, um, had a lot of companies come and support. So you can talk about the build process to get it here and, and who was there to step up to, to help you make it here today. So the build process for this one was uh, pretty straightforward. Um, at first I was going to keep the B platform just because I had the head already. After the accident I did salvage a few things but uh, end up going uh, sell it to a few friends uh, just because I needed money uh, to pay off some debt uh, before I could start a new project. Uh, so I picked up this 95 Integra RS from Steve. Uh, if you guys follow him, it's Insta Big Steve on Instagram. Uh, one of the rep representatives from Falcon Tire. Uh, he reached out to me saying he had a car that you know I might be interested in. So we California, made a, right? Yeah. So we made a deal. Flew out there actually to go look at the car during my class training with Audi. Um, so actually got it trailed home about two months after I bought it just trying to find time and clear up the space in the garage before I did anything so once the car got here uh, I had a good buddy of mine Sal you know that does paint and body work um, you know he his eye his vision for things is a lot different than what I see so definitely helped out a lot with the body work coming over you know every weekend you know Saturday Sunday when he can to uh, you know just work on the car get it ready before um, you know FF battle because really I didn't start the car I didn't start tearing apart the car till about five months ago um, just because I was you know collecting parts trying to find the direction I want to go with the motor setup suspension you know uh, you know reaching out to certain companies to certain people on you know if there's any discounts and of course you know building a car from ground up in less than five months you're gonna have deep pockets or you gotta have a lot of help and uh, unfortunately uh, it was more of a, a lot of companies helping me because I didn't have too much money to put into this one um, but I ended up buying a K-Swap or K24 from uh, a good friend Ducky uh, took that apart you know replace all the things I needed to replace dropped it in the car you know after I got painted from there which is two months now you know because I'm in sales and the only only time I get to work on it is on the weekends or Sundays so from there got the motor in suspension got the wheels seats whatever um, got it running after it got running the car just got it painted about two three weeks ago so yeah about three weeks ago and uh, I want to do a quick shakedown before I come out here with uh, the Mayday guys uh, but when I went out there <clears throat> uh, car didn't do so good first couple laps uh, car just shut down bent some valves just because of uh, a crank pulley bolt coming loose and then from there you know 24 hours before we left 
had to get the car running again and driving. We made it. So finished a couple of laps or a session, got a good time, but I'm not happy with where it ended. That's pretty much it, man. Yeah, and I can't say that it's easy. You know, one of the main reasons why I came out here was to, to see you again and see the build and, and the progress. But at least for my part, I'm, I'm glad that you're here, able to make it out. You have a car, whatever the condition that it is now, you're safe and sound. And I can see probably good things coming in the future for this car, for you. So I'm happy to see you again, man. Yeah. Thanks for taking some time here. Oh, man, no problem, man. Good seeing you. So we're here now with Nancy Garcilazzo, former modern podcast interviewee, one of many here at the track today. It's towards the end of the session, everyone's done racing, and I think the final times are coming out. So Nancy, how has it been for you today? Being my first time on this track has been a really fun experience. Um, you know, I my car is, is a straight show car. This is probably like the first time I've ever pushed it to this limit. And I was really, really surprised with how well this car can handle. Um, all I have are my um, my coilovers, my Fortunato coilovers, and my Toyo tires, my R triple eights, and they were that was enough to um, keep me pretty stable on the track. I don't have um, sway bars or end links or bushings. I don't have that yet, but um, the way it handled today was amazing i was surprised and the only thing that um kind of kept me back a little was the car was overheating uh that's why i kept coming back into the pit um if not i would have just stayed out there going again and again and again because once i got a rhythm once i started that momentum um i felt more confident uh i went back and forth between pushing it not pushing it um i don't want to test my limits either because uh on the first hairpin i kind of went a little too wide and i pushed a little too hard and my left rear tire um actually got on the dirt and after that i kind of held back a little bit but um you know this is my to be invited to come out here for this event um you know it was a perfect opportunity because if if it wasn't for that i don't think the car would ever see the track and now that i'm here with um with you know the rest of the guys who really gave it their all as well um i felt pretty satisfied uh, besides apart from the heat the heat was killer it is still killer but i mean i had fun um i had um, my friends out here to support me to help me my daughter uh, came out here um surprisingly she didn't complain at all with the heat but um she did want to take a run on the lap but um you know we'll save that for next time yeah, it is about 100, it says 108 uh, on my truck right now, but I think it was 114 earlier, so the heat is getting to everybody, into everybody's cars. So I know since the last time that we talked, I think one of the major changes, you had a, you had a front mount added, so I'm hoping that that definitely helped to keep your temperatures down. But, um, so you are on Dai Yoshihara's team, so how was it riding in the car with Dai? Uh, it was very, very helpful. He He's uh, very technical about all his advice and, um, you know, turning, telling me how to turn, when to turn, um, accelerating, keeping the momentum rather than braking. Um, obviously, you cannot, you know, brake during your turn or else you're going to lose control. But um, he was very technical about it. And I am very, very thankful he took the time to uh, ride with me and let me ride with him. And I was, you know, I felt really 
I felt really I felt really good um, and very appreciative that he would come by the car he would come by and he would ask me how I was doing if I needed anything any kind of advice um, he would come by and he would tell me that I'm doing really good and that he told me um, he pretty much told me that I'm fearless and maybe that's that's what kept me pushing a little too hard um, instead of rather than sitting back a little and actually be a little bit more smooth with my steering um, a little less jerking um, it was kind of the opposite I was a little too nervous about ruining the car but halfway through my runs I'm like you know what I'm just gonna go for it um, so that I had I had to find that happy medium eventually so I think you pushed it I mean a good amount of your time the last time I saw right before or right after lunch was 134 around the track and that was definitely not the slowest time of the day so congratulations for that especially the first time that you have your car out here so do you think now you're gonna push more for power suspension handling modifications do you still want to keep it as a show car or what do you how do you think this is going to influence the direction that you go with the car that is that is something I thought about um, you know I've been thinking about uh, I have an um, opportunity with White Line, and unfortunately, we couldn't have, we didn't make that happen before the track event because it came all, it came all too soon. Um, it would have been great, but um, like I was telling um, another another person that was interviewing me, um, this is this is probably gonna give me my itch again to go back to the track. Uh, I've been also thinking about more power mods um, for the exterior. I really don't. Um, I'm not focusing on that anymore. Um, I want to go for power, and then um, you know, I'm gonna have White Line help me out. So with that power and handling, you know, where are you gonna use that? You can't. You can't use that as a show car. So I definitely want to come back. I want to come back to the track. Um, being that I that my like my car has various uh, bumpers and uh, various body kit, I'm definitely gonna think about alternatives so I don't mess it up. Um, today it went really well. Uh, the lip is okay, the bumper is okay, a couple of rock chips here and there. Um, it's, it doesn't hurt me. I mean, that stuff can be can be fixed, no biggie. Um, but I, you know, maybe it's that time that my car is gonna see the track a little more because I was very happy, very satisfied how the car handled itself. I didn't have, you know, I'm not pushing crazy power, um, but the handling was great. And if I add more power to that, I might be, it might be, it might be better. I mean, the car would be, but I, you know, I still have to work on myself, the way I drive it, the way I handle it, the way I enter, exit, accelerate, brake. Um, but this is probably going to open a whole can of worms now. <laughs> so I think you're using the car as it's an intended to be, and even the body kit itself, you know, like bars designs these components to be aerodynamic, to be put to use. The car looks looks great right now and from the last time that we spoke the first time that we spoke you've added now the front uh bars fenders the what else have you added a little bit of arrow side skirts. yeah right the side skirts you actually picked up some of the components from our good friend Therese down in san diego so yes. the car looks good different wheels as well so I mean, it's it's top notch i think it's definitely meant to be out on the track so definitely wishing you some uh Congratulations on making it here, and good luck on your future adventures. Thank you for sitting, sitting down and talking about your your experiences on the track here. Thank you, thank you. I love, I I really love, um, you know, sharing, 
sharing my experience and then like I was telling everyone once you get me started you know I won't be quiet I'll keep going I'm not the kind of person to just go and you know tell my story but if someone you know is actually interested and um is willing to hear me out you know I'm I'm here to tell it all how it is how I see it and I'm really really happy thank you thanks again Nancy all right so I'm here with Stephen Adoski he drives a 2011 right 2011 Volkswagen GTI he has customized it himself for the most part. Um, it's flared, bagged, right? Got a lot of aero on there, a lot of stuff that's handmade, his trunk setup, everything is kind of customized himself for the most part. So you've made it to the super, supercar, uh, sorry, Super Street Show Car mm-hmm. Shootout. And on top of that, you're also going to SEMA this year for Battle of the Builders, so congratulations for that. We'll have to sit down at some point to go over the full history of your car, do a full formal modded podcast interview but tell me how your experience has been so far on the track today uh so far so coming here i'm a stance guy so i didn't really know what to expect i've never really actually driven the car hard um i set it up for track two weeks ago so i don't have experience in that type of realm so coming here and then especially having arpin being my instructor and even riding along with me in my car and riding along in the car he was driving and going around the track finding the lines the braking patterns when to go into and exit a corner and everything it helped so much and let me get a lot of insight on how to drive my car properly how to drive it on the track and overall improving every every session of the day Um, and I noticed that improvement because every time a session ended I went to Steve and asked him questions to see what I can improve on and he always gave me insight to do this, to do that and then I, in the next session I applied that and it really helped me because um, I was just listening to what he did and I trusted him so I wasn't, my, my big thing is I was a little too scared initially on going into it, going wide open into these corners and stuff worried i'm gonna go off the track or spin out and trusting his word really helped me kind of break that eggshell into improving and then just going after it how did your car handle today surprisingly well i've for the past like two weeks i've been freaking out about this and that about if it could handle it or not because i'm also on bags it's it's been set up for stance the past two years so it's not like i've driven it hard and know what it could handle i don't know what it could handle and it handled really well i was keeping an eye on my access port which has all the temps and everything just keeping an eye on it so what i was trying to do is like do two hot laps and then do a cool down lap get the temp down and then do that again and just watching it and uh yeah the car handled well i got to see really what it was made of there's a lot of things i still need to improve on and just get the feel for since it's a front wheel drive car and i'm not on like r triple eights i'm on like high performance they're street tires still so um it overall it handled better than i would have expected so what are the differences in your wheel and tire specs that you're running now? Because I remember you were super aggressive before. So what are the main changes that you have for your setup? So the wheels I had, I still have, um, but that, it was my stance setup. Is I had a set of three-piece rotiforms. They were a staggered setup, so it was 11.5 up front, 13 wide in the rear. I was running 
super stretched tire showing barrel in the rear to get the fitment tucked in like the flare between the lip and the tire and then uh, I was running negative eight degrees camber in the rear and uh, to set it up for track I picked up these set of wheels that I have on now which is it's a ten and a half squared setup and then I threw on um, a decently beefy tire setup 275 uh, 40s and um, with a good track alignment I'm just negative three and a half up front negative two in the rear and yeah there's a big difference it's my license plate I did it for irony it's not wide and uh, now it's kind of sad because it's actually not that wide as it used to be but honestly the, the look of it set up for track and aggressive with the tires and everything I like it just as much as the stance setup it's a whole different world so yeah so I asked Nancy a little bit earlier um, how this sort of track experience is going to influence her um, car build moving forward do you think that you're gonna go back as you say to the stance life do you want to go for more something functional that you can use on the track how do you think it's going to influence your decision on how you move forward with your GTI so I know a handful of people that track their cars like religiously and they all say once you track it the first time you're going to get bitten by the bug and I got bitten by the bug so I don't know we'll see where it goes but I'm I'm honestly thinking after SEMA because I have to set the car back up into the stance setup for SEMA after SEMA I might uh, just say screw it not go back to stance with it and just go race car and actually just go performance enjoy the car and track it more because I didn't realize how crappy stance cars actually drive compared to a properly set up car so I might uh, get a different build and then do a stance build on that but for this car I just want to throw it out everything because it, it used to be a daily driver set it up for stance now I want to set it up for track and just experience all the different things with the car because it's my first car it has a lot of personal value to me so I just want to make the best of it well congratulations on making it here today congratulations again on being able to go to SEMO with your build I'm super looking forward to what you have in store for it and sometime in the future we'll sit down and we'll go over your whole history and what your outlook looks like for the future so thanks again man thank you appreciate it so we are here closing out the show car shootout slash FF battle that's going on here at Willow Springs. It's almost 6 o'clock. It's still over 100 degrees out. It sucks. And I'm here with my brother, Justin Chan, and we have been facing some challenges with your car since the very get-go, and you are facing a problem that is notorious with these WRXs. Tell the people about what's going on here. By the way, Justin has basically the same car that I have. 13 WRX? Yeah. 13 WRX hatch, Varus wide body, has a lot of metal parts on there too. Bagged as well, three piece Meisters with, uh, what is the color of your wrap by the way? Uh, Urban Jungle? Urban Jungle, Avery Dennessy makes it. Right, so tell us about the, the ongoing problems that we've been having here that we finally seem to have resolved. So, common problem with uh, our year WRXs, well, actually, 11, actually, the same motor all throughout. The the coupler for the intercooler and the throttle body keeps blowing out so I'm not making any boosts and then we tried fixing it we fixed it and then we pulled another hose off so overall the whole day I was making no power yeah so I think your time is maybe like a 145 I think if it wasn't for that I mean the car was very responsive before you got here right yeah it was uh my time was a 144 
And when I first got here, I believe I got 140, and that was like the first lap. And uh, what when I went on a ride along with uh, Dai, he noticed that I was going flat out, but nothing was happening. And he asked me, he's like, "Is that flat out?" I'm like, "Yes." And he's like, "Oh, there's a problem with your car." I'm like, "I know." <laughs> so you know, pulled in the pits, and you know, we had to like take apart my my intercooler and then just try to figure out. I even used a hairspray mod, you know, where you spray the hairspray on the coupler and then you shove it back in. He still came out. Yeah. And yeah. and I had to reset the ECU to make sure I get home on safe in one piece. Yeah, that's the big thing too. A lot of these people are driving their cars home. Like these are I mean, the show cars shoot out for a reason. Some of these are people's dailies. Some of them are just strictly show. But a lot of people just ended up driving theirs here. And you're not the only one having issues. Of course, JT, who we had on earlier, I think he's having a misfire. Cylinder one's just gone on his freshly built motor. Um, the Miata that we have here also has rod bearing failure, so that's going to have to go in for a full rebuild. Uh, at least for your part, I'm thankful that we are able to get the engine back up and running. With no en check engine lights now, you were having an engine too lean um, code earlier, which makes sense because you're getting a whole lot of more air going into there. So how do you feel about the whole experience so far? The in instructors and everything, great. The track, real fun. Uh, my car handled well uh i just wish i never i didn't have any problems i think i would have had better times obviously but uh who knows i mean i might have to come back again and see what i get and you're running a little bit of stretch setup too you're on air same as me but it seemed like you were handling out there pretty well so hopefully you're able to see some more track time but do you think I mean, knowing what you know now facing this problem you're going to make some changes to the car uh, those hoses and those hose clamps, I'll probably have to check all, uh, remove, get rid of all those, get the correct ones, like the T-bolt ones, the nicer ones. And obviously another problem is the blow off valve to the back of the intake manifold for our cars. They constantly pop out. And once they pop out, you idle like com gar complete garbage. And, uh, it's just, you know, replace all that. But other than that, my suspension and everything was great. I was running street tires. I didn't spin out or anything gripped like a monster i loved it all right man looks like we're gonna have to close it out here thanks for taking some time to sit down and talk about your experiences with me we're finishing up the end of the day so i think you're being called to the track and i think that'll be it for us and the show car shootout thanks again man all right thanks for having me man